Previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Change places. Uh, I'm the mirror man, or as you can call me, Mr. the Mirror Man. You're in my world. And the tree clearing closes behind you. Oh. <laughs> we have plenty of goodies. I can make that. I can make sweet cakes. Only one hiccup. Uh, they're kind of pricey. Well, what kind of price are we talking about, my dear lady? The secret ingredient is love, which means you have to bring me something that you love. In real people talk, this means you're going to give up something belonging to the character you're portraying that is not yours. What? Oh, man. No. Like, I think I know what I want. Ooh, or the windblown hair. That's my blessing of Yonsei. She slowly licks your hand a little bit. And Eve's hair starts to billow out behind her the way it always does. And then all of a sudden your eyes start to fade back to a normal color and your hair loses its windiness. Just kind of falls flat. This is the worst I have ever looked. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and on Tuesdays at noon, I'm drinking lemonade. <laughs> and you're viral almost, bitch. We saw what was in that lemonade. Yeah, it, it hit a million views this morning. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. It's weird. I woke up to like 11,000 followers and I'm like, oh my God, you you're actually famous. Okay. I'm so proud of you. It pays to drink. Don't. <laughs> Not a roll bottle. Nothing bad ever comes no. from it. Uh, I'm Tisha. I play Benny. <clears throat> and I do enjoy lemonade as well. Uh, I'm Katie. I play Jet. And I prefer iced tea lemonade over just lemonade. Arnold Palmer. Uh, I've never had one of those. But I do really enjoy a Long Island iced tea. You've never had an... No. Isn't that what you said? Iced tea plus lemonade? That's yeah, that is an Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Oh, I thought it was a drink drink. Okay, never mind. Then yeah. Yes, then yes, I've had one. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Brandon. I play Tara, and I have not been able to drink a Long Island since my 23rd birthday. I will not be answering questions. <laughs> I feel that in my spirit. Because, <laughs> bitch, me either. Me either, bitch. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve, and I actually did not like Beyonce's Lemonade <sighs> album. I'm going to just say it right now. Um,. There were like two, no, 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 bye, sorry. There were three bops, and the rest were kind of bibbities. Like, they weren't bops. So, I guess it's in canon with how Eve is right now. <laughs> but you need the bibbities to enjoy the bop. Mm, <laughs> no, because Carly Rae Jepsen has nothing but bops, and I slay her all day. So. Mm, fair. That's fair. Um. So, what's our question for today? Our question for today is... Uh, if Lomas Rona wasn't out there uh, making everything illegal, uh, what would your ideal spring day be? Just like a casual day with your friends. What would you do? Ooh, okay. Definitely would be sitting poolside with several glasses of wine, beer, and just like vibing to music. So like my spring break is usually filled with 
um, me having existential crises about my future and especially it's concert time for my babies so like I'm getting them prepared and so like my spring break is me like the final frontier before the end of the school year um but like I take like two days out of that to like be with my friends sit down by the pool do all kinds of bad things and then I go back to being a professional the end. Nice. Back? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Let me take a shot. <laughs> what about you, Christopher? Uh, spring day. Uh, it would actually involve an Arnold Palmer, because I do like those, but I use um, sweet tea vodka instead of tea. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, it is actually. my favorite drink. Like the minute it gets warm enough out and like the windows can be open, that's what I want to drink. Mm-hmm. And it would just be me out on the patio with the dog. I love that. Just outside. So I, I guess like I can that. enjoy my spring day because I just want to sit outside. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing Fuck stopping Rona. you. It's I'm not good. Legal to be on your part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably go. There was a couple small like like small concerts that were scheduled that we wanted to go to in Ottawa. Uh, and I kind of missed just going to like local live music shows because I like the local art scene and that's what I would be doing with some friends. Okay. Who are you planning on seeing? Um, local news legend. They're a folk punk band, I think from Pennsylvania and they're pretty good. Cool. Wait, I'm sorry. Lots of, uh, what is folk punk? Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> from Pennsylvania. Okay. What the yeah, fuck? Like, do they like so screamo, <laughs> but like with Quaker hats on? Like, I'm so confused. It's like, <laughs> it's rogue. It's the rogue music. Like, um, you ever heard of the Pogues, Violent Femmes? Yes. That's folk punk, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. So kind of like, um, so like the idea of like, fuck the system, like everyone's angry. We have to fix things kind of thing of the idea of punk and like yelling, but like, instead of a guitar, it's a fucking ukulele or someone's like literally playing spoons. Cause <laughs> Knew the it. folk part of it, the folk part part of it means that it's uh, all people who hop trains and stuff. See, I was picturing anarchy with accordions. You have to have a septum. Pretty <laughs> you have to have a septum yeah. piercing to be, <laughs> Yeah, and at least one face tattoo that you did by yourself. Oh my god, I'm Oof. looking up the definition right now of folk punk, and it literally says, it was popularized in the 1980s by the Pogues and by the Violent Femmes. Bitch. So that's like, those are like the quintessential folk punk yeah. groups. Okay. I want to... See, I tried like... to Google it. My computer just said, please no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this a listen because I'm here for it, actually. Um... Let me look mm-hmm. up the Violet Fence because I like their name better. Brandon, what would you be doing? <clears throat> well, I'm glad you asked. Um, my ideal spring day would be... Well, before this whole situation happened, every Friday I would go to our local board game watering hole with like a large group of friends. And we would all play like huge amounts of games from the time I got off work until two o'clock in the morning when it closed. So we'd like grab drinks. There's, we'd start at a shop called cool stuff games. I don't know if we're like advertising shit, 
feel free to bleep that. <laughs> and then, like, once that closed at midnight, we'd go to a place called Cloak and Blaster, which was, like, a local bar that also did a bunch of board games and shit. It was really cool. Like, the whole place was decorated with Lord of the Rings shit, and there was an arcade on the second floor. It's really neat. Um, awesome. Yeah, right? So I guess my ideal spring day is spent indoors with friends playing board games in a very cold building where you cannot smell the Magic the Gathering players. <laughs> <laughs> also, I get to be the pretty one, so it's a win-win. Girl. <laughs> I'm living. You better. Tisha? Yeah. Um, so my perfect spring day would probably be um going there's a area of tampa called ebor city and probably like walking around to all the cool places there like restaurants and bars that have um music and they're all it's all like open and then probably spend most of the day doing that having like a picnic lunch at, at a park or something and then probably spending the night uh at the beach the beach bars oh yeah are really nice. You said spending the night at a beach bar? Yeah. Well, how does that hmm? How does that work? What do you mean? Well, you bring your own pillow. Yeah, bring I mean like bring a blanket. And you sleep. I mean, you can sleep if you want to, but usually like you I mean, <laughs> in my scenario, like you stay up like at the bar on the beach until like 2 a.m. or whatever and hang out sitting on the beach and going and getting drinks and listening to music and stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, I love that. Usually by that time, what you do is you buy a bucket of whatever you're <laughs> drinking and take it to the beach. So take it okay. to your spot. I love that. In Houston, they don't let us drink on the beach with our dirty-ass waters. They're scared we're going to contaminate it. Contaminate it. Bitch, I live in Florida. There's open container laws. There's open container laws? I mean, well, you don't drive. You walk to, You walk over to the bar, and then you walk to the beach. It's like a, half a block away. You are not allowed to drink in public? Yeah, in Canada, it's illegal. What? Like, if you're drinking a beer on the back of a bus, even like even if you make the attempt to like put it in like a brown paper bag, it's still illegal. Like, on the can... back of a bus? That's That's different than bringing your cooler to a beach. But, like, I've also had, like, friends on, like, like drinking, like, a beer while they just leave the bar and, like, they're going to throw it out. And, like, even if there's nothing left in it, like, the police can still be like, there's a fine. You have to put that away kind of thing. Well, I don't drink it on the half block walk from the bar to the beach. I drink it on the beach. It, does, it doesn't matter if you're drinking it. Like, if it's open, alcohol. I'll put a lid on it. And you. Okay. It's a bucket. I feel like you need to stick with Tisha because she doesn't get caught. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if I get in trouble, I'll figure it out. If you're a lawyer in Florida, contact us. You can sponsor the show. Or don't contact <laughs> us. Just pretend like we didn't tell you we Never. knew. <laughs> if you're a lawyer that listens to this, mind your business. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, right. What, are you a cop? But can't you bring... <laughs> can't you bring, like, your own cooler of drinks to the beach? Yeah, in Texas you can to the beach, but it can't be... Um, um, it can't be glass. Right. I feel like it's the same thing in Chicago. Like, yeah, there's got to be alcohol on that beach. It never crossed my mind that that <laughs> would be something that would be illegal. I just don't think it can be like visibly alcohol, right? Like you can't pull out like a bottle of Grey Goose. But if you have you like, live in Canada, 
<laughs> what does that mean? How do you? You don't even <laughs> have alcohol. Drink your maple syrup and be quiet. Yeah, we started drinking at 18, 19. Do you know how awful it is to have to go down to the States and get kicked out of a fucking alcohol store in Massachusetts? I'm 20. I've been drinking for two years. I'm in the store with my dad. And because I'm underage, he has to put everything back. We have to leave. Because I looked at it. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. And I don't want to drink until I'm told that I can't. It's annoying. I don't like it. Okay, well, I like to do all legal things on my perfect spring day. The end. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> Um Speaking of a perfect spring day, I think it's time to play D&D. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Since I'm not the DM this episode, Brandon, what are we doing? The world crumbles into shards of falling glass, and you find yourself sitting back at the table where it all began. Except... It's a little bit bigger, and now Mary is sitting there, too. There's now cakes on the table as well. Oh, we didn't get the cakes. cakes. There are cakes. Oh, there are cakes. Okay. Wait a second. Mary, why are you here? I don't know. Sound like fun. You talked about it already. I like parties. Well, I just saw that the world's cracking, splitting, another sentiments, and then we're back at the table. I understand why we're back at the table. What happened? Uh, you got the thing. That's how this works. It's magic. Don't ask well, questions. Uh, well, uh, uh, do we do we go get the next thing? Can I eat a cake? I want to take a cake. Yeah, do what you want. The yours. It's your memories. There are. There are memories. Well, kinda. They'll make you feel a fondness for what you lost. Can, so, can I take the compass one then? And so I shove the windblown. So one. they're not labeled. No. So I'm going to need you to roll me a D4 on which one you take. Oh. I got a... Th- uh, Tara got a three. Okay. I also got a three. Benny got a two. Three is now off the table. So. Okay. Hold on, roll the girl. Benny got two. Jet will take whatever's left. I took... Uh, there's a four. Okay. Um, Tara, as soon as you bite into the cake, are, are you guys eating these? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. As soon as Tara bites into the cake, she feels a breeze in her, her hair blows back a little bit, and then it, it goes right back to where it was. But she feels more powerful. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> Benny is livid. <laughs> <laughs> Who got number two? Uh, Benny got number two. Benny, a tear rolls down your eyes. As you remember your dog? Did you have a dog? (laughs) You think you did. So Benny wipes him up to make sure that Jet doesn't see it because Jet doesn't, he doesn't want, uh, Benny doesn't want Jet to know what memory she has. Who got number one? I think that was what was left over, so me. Jet did. You feel like you could tear any bitch to shreds. Like, (laughs) knock someone down a peg for sure. Which means that Eve got what? I got the compass. Eve just has a real strong hankering to head northeast, I think. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Well, it seems that we have taken the sweet cakes and we have eaten them and gotten some memories of who we used to be. Hi. 
I do declare we should uh, head this way. Well, hello, I'm still here. Uh, I highly support you getting the rest of the ingredients, but it's very rude to eat the cake before the tea's even here. Well, Jet takes a piece back out of her mouth and puts it back on the plate. Thank you. You, you only need to drink tea if your mouth is dry. Why else would you drink this? No. It's not the only thing that's dry around here. Also, your sense of humor in your old ass crusty veg. <laughs> Well, you, you wish that you had seen my crusty badge. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, so, Betty, Betty says, we also need tea to cleanse our palate. And I think that the best palate cleanser right now is to go search for some tea. So I get up from the thing, I go towards the next area, but I'm gonna jump in the trees again. <laughs> okay. Tara the follows. path to or the Jeff left follow. that would have been towards cakes. Oh, what? I'm Tara. That's fine. The path on the left that would have led towards cakes is no longer there. So there's still the straightforward path that goes to leaves and the right path that goes to sugar. Yeah, so I'm going to do the leaves. We're going to do the leaves. <laughs> yeah, we all go towards leaves. Sweet. It's a very familiar feeling as you watch walk through that clearing and it closes behind you just as the previous one did. You see the yellow brick railroad leading up to what looks like a pretty familiar house. You can't quite place why it's familiar, but there's several large plants growing out front, and the door looks slightly ajar with a small bell hanging from it, like a storewood. Jet walks in. Anybody else? And rings the bell hardly. Wait, I mean, Tara. I'm so sorry. Hold on. All right. Hi, I'm Tisha. I will over. be playing Tara. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. Oh, have them switch based on who ate it? No, Listen. I'm Tisha, and I'm going to be playing Tara. And I'm playing Benny. I'm Katie, and I'm playing Eve. I'm Chris, and I'm playing Jet. And I'm Brandon, the DM. <laughs> and I'm Brandon, the new Chris. <laughs> the new Chris. <laughs> Wonderful. So Tara walks in, rings the bell very hardly. Like, it dings once, and then she reaches up and makes it ding again. Okay. Yes, yes, I am coming. Uh, a small woman in a colorful scarf comes out. Says, Hello, I can help you? Uh, We're looking for some tea leaves. Ah, Yes. Uh, you come to my house asking me for leaves. I can do this. And he has many things. And he has tea leaves, coffee beans, coffee leaves, tea beans. I do not recommend the coffee leaves. They are very toxic. You, you talk a lot. Okay. Yes, I'm Annie. Welcome to Annie's regular house. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Benny jumps down because Jenny, uh, Jenny, because Benny, um, loves Anamik. And gives her a, uh, like, really firm hug. Anamik, it's so good to see you again. Oh, six feet. <laughs> Anamik, it's so good to see you again. I thought I was never going to see you again. Why is your particular different? I am feeling uh, accosted, assaulted. Oh, Anamik, it's me, it's Benny. Yes, I see. The hello, Benny. Benny. I am Annie. You know what, Anamik, I feel like you just, you're playing. Are you playing Madam Cookie right now? Is that why? 
a cookie? I can. I like cookies. I have bread box. Did I show you a bread box? You have a bread box? Is that me the Hogan's here? Ho, 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 hoes. He make cookies. Not, not ho hoes. My dear, it does appear that this woman does not know who we are. She is not who she appears to I be. I'm noticing a trend right now. Uh, so, uh, um, <laughs> Benny links arms with Anna, uh, with Annie, and like they walk into the house. And she basically drags Anamika to the house. <laughs> okay. Oh, I leave Bruce. I can't wait for you, to, for you to show me what's on inside. inside. You know what, Anamik? We were looking for some leaves. Some tea leaves to make good tea. Do you ever know anything about that? Uh, yes, you mentioned this earlier. Uh, I can give you tea leaves. You want tea leaves? You tell joke. If you make any laugh, you can have tea leaves. If you don't make any laugh, you can tea leave. <laughs> See, it's not hard. But how am I supposed to do that? Uh, what, are, what kind of jokes make you laugh? I don't know anything about you, Annamie, because you're not really Annamie or Annie, and Annie's probably just have the same sense of humor as Annamie. I am complicated, deep, complex character. I need thinker. Or uh, fart joke. <laughs> so, it uh, doesn't have to be original. Benny looks and says, uh, I will come up with a solution. I just need some time. So, um, I'm going to go and investigate to see if I have investigate like things around the regular house that I may look at and like explore and learn more about Annie that's not Annie. It looks. I was gonna say, like, does she have any like Garfield comic clippings type that taped to the wall? <laughs> no, she's a Dilbert lady. So. <laughs> uh, uh, Tara walks up to Annie and says. Listen, specificity is the soul of all good communication. Can you explain to us exactly what it is you want in a joke? Yeah, it's mostly the element of surprise in not expecting things that makes things funny. If I tell you the joke, it's not funny. <clears throat> I feel like you don't so you don't go to the, a comedy I'm show sorry. and tell comedian this, the jokes to tell you. This specificity though is is important so you're gonna give us a tea leaf in exchange for surprising you with a funny joke is that correct yes i like to laugh do you not like to laugh you're not fun (laughs) you're not fun (laughs) no i'm i'm not fun Uh, (laughs) i enjoy things at the expense of other people is that what you enjoy I am not opposed. Just don't make it me. It's not funny. I don't like to be about the joke, but I like when other people are but. Thank you. That's the type of uh, specificity I was looking for. I have a joke. And it's going to be so funny, you're going to laugh your keister off. So, here I go. Why did you hear about the guy who stole a calendar. He got 12 months. They say his days are numbered. <laughs> God, that was so unfunny. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> it's funny. I like small one. We make joke. You're going to have tea leaves, I guess. So I take the tea leaf and I put it on my little cubby and I go uh, investigate some more. <laughs> Okay, well, 
as you look around the house, I guess it looks eerily similar to Animique's Magical Boutique. Is that what it's called? Animique's Something Boutique? Yeah, Magic Animique's Boutique. Magic Boutique. There we go. Uh, it looks eerily similar. Maybe some places items are swapped. The full bathroom is now a half bath, which is unfortunate. Um, and the hardwood flooring is now replaced with vinyl. It, it was a victim. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's a cute little bread box on the counter. Um, I mean, it's it's Anamik's house. She doesn't like so, you going upstairs. That's her bedroom. That's where she does her magic. That's where the magic happens. As uh, as Benny is walking up the stairs, uh, e- uh, Eve looks at the old woman and says, "You said that you like jokes where people are the butt." Yes, I do like butt. All right, then you uh, keep an eye on this good lady. Uh, and he takes his totem pole <laughs> and just kind of tries to trip Benny on the stairs so that when she is coming down them, she falls. Oh. <laughs> oh. And so oh. Um, I'm going to do an acrobatic check. So I'm going to pretend like I'm falling to give Eve the leave. And I'm going to like make, oh, I'm going to put, it, this is performance. <laughs> and I'm going to make First it a comic. a dex check to see if you actually fall. 19 plus 7. Okay. Yeah, you're good. That's so, just enough. Yeah, so she uh, she puts the stick out, and I quote-unquote trip. And so I'm going to do a performance check, which is... Oh, shit. Benny, your performance? Oh, yeah. So I rolled a 16 for performance. And I'm going to, um, like, do somersaults down the stairs and then fall on the floor... Into a death into a death drop, and say, "We did! Oh no, I'm in so much pain! How could you, Eve? You are so mean!" Oh, he's cruel. He's fun. I don't I drag her outside so she cannot press charges. <laughs> <laughs> I did hand over a full bag of tea leaves. Not entirely sure why you are still hunting my house. Well, I mean, your entire house is a joke. I would take leaf back from you if I could get out of my house. Gotcha. Yeah. It's sad. Hope you're enjoying your time here. Is this what you do for fun? You know Listen what I enjoy. Lame jokes. <laughs> lame dad jokes. That's what you, that's what your life's about. You sell things for lame dad jokes. Got it. All right. Well, we're leaving. So I appreciate all of your. <laughs> This woman is just like living her dream. Annie spits on the floor. <laughs> okay, bye. Garbage. As soon as her spit hits the floor, it cracks the floor. And then it cracks the air, and it cracks yourselves. <gasps> and you start to splinter and shatter. No! And the world falls apart around you, much as like it previously did. Yes. Previously did. You find yourselves once again back at the same table. It's a little bit larger. As you can now see, Annie also has a plate at the table. Right next to Tara. She looks you in the right. eye and she spits on the floor. This is beautiful. Are we gonna, like, fuck or what's going on? Fuck. I am too old for these things. You will get lost in wrinkles. Get out the face. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I... Benny's a reverse cougar. <laughs> I'm not Benny. I'm Tara. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. But Betty and Tara. Let's, uh, 
Listen, I'm not going to drink these uh, tea leaves given by this Annie character without a little bit of sugar. So she's unwilling to give it to me. Let's go find it somewhere else. <laughs> Gross. That was good. <laughs> uh, Jet is still trying to come up with a joke for Annie. And Jet <laughs> ends up going, hey, uh, look at this. And she does the trick where she removes her thumb from her own hand. Where's thumb? It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts it back. Oh, I do not like. It's very scary. It was funny. It's not how thumb works. <laughs> okay, Jet's gonna walk away. Well, it seems do we still have the whole bag of leaves? Yeah. Yeah, we got leaves. Now we need sugar. Sugar. Like I said, ladies and uh, folk. We need some sugar to go in this tea. And since uh, Annie here isn't willing to give it to us, we need to go searching. Well, I just feel like you are Tara, but you're actually Benny, and Benny can survive without having sugar. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of this charade. The man says that we must have sugar in order for us to leave. Yeah, we need to escape. Yeah, this is great, you guys. Uh, While I'm brewing these leaves or steeping them, could you leave? This is loud. You guys are loud. Jet starts to walk away, but still removing her thumb. (laughs) So, Abby. Eve catches up and makes sure that he's in front of you. I am going to go ahead and go get the sugar as well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Are you all heading in that direction? No, uh, Tara stays back and watches the tea being brewed. <laughs> okay, well, let me describe in detail. It's a, a white tea, not a black tea, so he needs to take the, the leaves and put them into a small infuser, which is shaped like a teapot, ironically. And there's a small chain that travels up, and he dips it into the whole pot rather than the actual individual teacups themselves. And he lets them steep for about one and a half minutes until it gets to the perfect temperature. You don't want to sleep it too long or else it gets too too dark and too heavy. And then he brings it out, and then he realizes, oh, shit, we don't have any sugar yet. Why am I making the tea so early? Tara looks at Annie. Yes? The end. This is all your fault. You weren't you were willing to give up the sugar, so now uh, this guy over here with the lisp is uh, very upset. I hope you're proud of yourself. And then Tara leaves and joins everybody else. <laughs> wow, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I always read Tara as a bitch, and <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tara leaves and joins everybody else. Man, she's making new memories of being a huge bitch real quick. <laughs> she, she may have forgotten what, what, the, what the reads were, but she can't forget that rush of power. That's fair. <laughs> okay, as you guys walk in the direction of the sugar, the clearing behind you closes. <gasps> How unexpected. And you guys find yourself in the middle of a sandy beach. You couldn't hear the ocean before, but now you can hear it loud and clear. Looks like there's a large ship pulled up on the shore. Maybe it crashed. And there's a huge sack of sugar sitting right in the middle of the beach. It says sugar on it. 
like a sugar sack. Jet's going to start walking towards the sugar. And so is Benny. Eve doesn't want to get Sarah in his shoes, so he's just going to stay where he is. Sarah's going to stand by Eve. They, they, they commiserate over the, over the fact that Santa gets in everything. Y'all yeah. can walk right Jet's- up to the sugar bag. Totally fine. Okay, Jet's going to pick it up. No! Uh, you shouldn't pick that up because we don't know who it belongs to. And since there were trials on the left side and the front side, we should definitely make sure that there's not a trial here. And I feel like if you take it, something really bad is going to happen. And if something bad happens to you, then we probably won't be able to get back on the other side of the mirror. And if we don't get back on the other side of the mirror, I'm just stuck in this body for the rest of my life, and I can't do that. God, I love you. <laughs> so what do you want to do? I think that we should investigate... How close are you two to each other? I am so, I am social distancing six feet away from him. <laughs> what a nice safe answer. I'm uh, right up on that sugar. Yeah, you're going to go ahead and need to make a deck save for me. Benny, uh, you hear a slight whistling in the air. Friends, we have something happening. Oh, wait, is that frozen? Dex, uh, 13 plus 2, 15. I can hear you. Oh, you are so lucky. Does the dex save go to the attacker? Or the, why am I asking you guys rules? Um, you should know better. I won't. I'm pretty sure a save goes to the defender. But in an actual attack, this, the match goes to the attacker. So right. you jump back quickly, and a huge cannonball crashes right where you were standing. You hear in the distance... I we missed them. As two pirates come rushing from where the ship is located. Oh, fuck. So Benny does several backflips back, readies her crossbow, and is ready to mess up somebody's day. I'm still gonna try and take the sugar. I put that down. We're the sweet booty pirates, and we see a couple of sweet booties for the taken. And the second no. goes, Yeah, I've got a sweet tooth. Just gonna step in front of the sugar. Well, that's fine. No. We can taste it through the blood, I guess. And they oh run God. up on Benny. Jonathan's Benny, right? I am like 60 feet back. 60? You said six. When did you start cartwheeling backwards? <laughs> I started, <laughs> right. The moment we saw the, 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 uh, the cannon fall, I did several backflips back, I said. It's very accurate. Benny would do that. Okay, then they're going for Jet. Cool. Let's. Eve is watching. He's ready to cast Shield of Faith, but. Well, he doesn't have to. Before you do that, mm-hmm. as they approach, let's all roll initiative. Uh, Benny, ro- uh, Benny rolled a 14. Uh, 17. Tara rolled a six. Uh, ten for Jet. And both pirates would be together, and they scored very, very low, unfortunately. So even though they ran up to you, they're going to kind of, like, sit back and wait for you to hit them. The first person to go is Eve's. Eve. All right. 
So, please bear with me. I have never used before. Uh, so, I'm just going to use, um, if I were a blade, just gonna, just gonna hit them. Uh, that's a good point. So, I'm probably back where Benny was, so I'd have to be a ranged attack. Um, 60 feet? Okay. So the only thing that works at that distance is, is either Ray of Frost or Chill Touch. So, uh, I'm gonna do Ray of Frost. We're gonna say that one is much taller than the other one, the other one's small. Which one are you going for? Uh, I'll go for the tall one. Okay. Uh, so it's a two <laughs> yeah. plus whatever. Don't miss. I don't care what the plus is. <laughs> uh, and then this is bonus action. I think he's going to move a little closer, uh, but not super fast, just because the faster you move, the more sand gets in your shoes. That's true. That's true. Next is Benny. Jonathan? Oh, I'm Benny. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'm going to attack with my crossbow, and that is... Does a 14 hit? It does not. Oh, geez. So yeah. I shoot, and then I'm going to shoot again because I have this proficiency thing that lets my bonus thing lets me attack again. And this is a 9 plus 7, which is 16. That will hit. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> This is an, uh, I always have advantage, so that's 3d6. That's a 1d8 plus 4. I think I'm missing something. I feel like we're always missing. Which one are you going for? The tall or the small one? The tall one. So that's 12, and then 13. So 25. I hit for 25. Oh, goodness. Jesus Christ. So I say, you don't have to go down this way if you guys stop trying to attack us and let us have some of your sugar just a little bit we would gladly share it with you so that you don't have to die amen I, just cause that hurt a lot and we didn't realize you're pretty strong doesn't mean we won't die for our cause but if you don't have to die your life is more important than some sugar I think that you should reconsider so that you can live and how can we make sure that we are just sharing and not killing Ain't nothing more important than that sugar. Why is it so important? I don't know. This is why we were created. Guard <laughs> the sugar. So she says, well, suit yourself. Who's next? Oh, sorry. Um, Jet is next. Hell yeah. Uh, are they... Have they, like, approached me yet? Or they're close to me? The tall one or attacked you first. Or he, he was walking up to you to attack you. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pull out my scimitar. Oh, yeah. Damn, there's no pluses on your scimitar? You add... Is it a finesse weapon? You're not a monk. Mm. Yes, you would, it is a finesse weapon. You would add your dexterity modifier to the attack roll, but not to the damage. Okay. Then, yes, I'm going to strike with that. And I rolled... <laughs> An eight. Yeah. A whole eight. You swing wide and slash into the sugar bag. Oh. 
damn it. And the pirate screams in agony. Take 1d4 of psychic damage. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can do anything else. What are... You do two attacks. Oh, I can do two, can I? Can I do it with the same scimitar again? I'm doing that then. Yeah. I just think for the second one, you can't add your modifier to it. Okay. The only time you can't use the same weapon is if it's double-handed fighting, like dual welding. Gotcha. Okay, no, then I'm going to swing the scimitar again. And this time, I can't add dex, but I got a 17. That hits. Yes! Okay, and it does 1d6 plus 1. 4 plus 1, 5. Ah, first me sugar, and then me life force. And I can't tell which one's more important. (laughs) Definitely the sugar. I agree. That's all I got. Next is Tara. All right. So Tara is going to use vicious mockery against the one closest. Okay. I think that's going to be the small one. All right. So against the small one. Okay. So basically you unleash, unleash a string of insult laced. Wait, that doesn't read right. You unleash a string of insults. Oh, laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. So, um, Tara is going to say, you guys are ridiculous acting like you're old-fashioned and barbaric when actually many pirates were very progressive for their time. I mean, they were, they had some of the most, the original homosexual marriages, You know, they linked a buccaneer with another male uh, with clearly homosexual characteristics, and you guys are just frauds. Are you even pirates? Yeah. And uh, so basically, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against that. Okay. Um, Or take damage, and the wisdom saving throw is 15. Nat one. Yeah, so um, because I'm fifth level or above it's a 2d4 psychic psychic damage okay roll that for me all right so you got uh five psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll you make before the end of your next turn yard that hurt me emotionally i because Actually, this is we're an improv group. This is my husband Gary. We are gay. And what if we were pirates? We were both guys, and we kissed <laughs> on the beach in the sugar pile. <laughs> on the beach. Uh, next is pirates. So they're going to go after. This Tara was mean, so he's going to avoid her. So was... <laughs> don't want to. Go into conflict against a bully. The <laughs> tall one's going to go after Jet because bring it closest. So we are rolling. What are we rolling? Multi attack. I get three attacks because I'm great. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So first is coming a whip attack. It's a nine plus seven, sixteen. Well, that hits. Okay, four, 1d8 plus four. 
Here we go. Eight points. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad Jet's beefy. Wait, but don't you get disadvantage on your attack rolls? The small one gets disadvantage. Oh, okay. So he's going to come back again with the whip. Actually, whip has a little bit of range. Is anybody within 10 feet? 10 or feet. is Eve 60 feet away? Or Benny, I guess. Benny is still 60 feet away. Benny's never going to get closer to them. Well, going for Jet again. I'm sorry. That's a two, so that's not going to do anything, I'm sure. Mm-mm. And a nine plus seven again? Yeah, that hits. Four, 1d4 plus four. Six. Okay. Um, so how, how, how are the two uh, guys looking? They look totally fine. The small one looks a little emotionally scarred. Okay, but not hurt at all. Yeah. To 30 feet that you can see. So I'm still, so Eve is still like 45 feet away. So we can't misty step close to the sugar. But, um, he is going to move closer to the, the two guys. And uh, I'm going to cast a, a chill, a ray of frost again. Okay. So, okay, so that's a 19 plus... No, that'll do it. You're fine. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so it's a 2d8 damage. This is an 8, perfect. So 3, 2, so 5 plus... Oh, it's just 5. Uh, and that's for the short one. Okay. He looks a little cold uh, and emotionally and physically. <laughs> uh, and then he is going to Misty Step closer to the sugar for his bonus action. Okay. Uh, sorry, next is Benny. Um, so can Benny roll an insight check to see about them? Like, are they taking full damage? Because I feel like they're not taking full damage because we wailed on them. I will let you do a knowledge roll. I guess it'd be survival. You're trying to find out, like, racial perks, right? Yeah. That'll be a nature check. Nature is 19 plus... They're humanoid. Oh, so they're taking regular damage. I mean, you can assume so, yeah. Okay. So then uh, for my first attack, I rolled... For my crossbow, I rolled a 16. And then I hit for 16 damage. And then for my second attack, I rolled a 17, and I hit for 7 damage. <laughs> Add that together for me. 23. Don't yeah, yeah. forget that you also have advantage, and you can use that uh, sneak attack thing where you get an extra 2d6. It says 3d6 now. 3d6, Definitely yeah, 3d6. Yeah. All right. So, I, yeah, I used yeah. that on the first roll. I just rolled low. You can only do that uh, once per turn, so I didn't want to put it... I can't can't put it on both. Right, you just put it on the first one. Yeah. So 23 damage. Yeah, he looks like that hurt. uh, uh, Benny, not Eve. Benny is going to take... uh, Let me see. Benny's going to take... Just a few more steps. You know, uh, actually is going to take exactly 10 more uh, feet back. How close were you to them before you moved back? 
60. Now I'm at 70. And my crossbow <laughs> range is 80. Okay. Uh, after that is Jet. Okay. One is bloodied. The tall one is bloody. Also, I didn't attack with the small. Do I? The tall one's the one that's like in front of me, right? Yes. Cool. Penelope's coming out. My war pick. Yes. Yes. She got a name last night. Oh. I like the I like the name Penelope. Thank you. And the roll was pretty good too. Nineteen plus six, twenty-five. That'll do it. So it's one d eight plus three. I rolled a six, so nine damage. And then I can do the double strike again, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So Penelope's coming back around. And this time, I rolled a three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one out of two. I'm Emily's consistent with Jet. Yeah. I seem to set myself up for really, like, big grand gestures, and then I roll super shitty, so it's like... (laughs) In my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do, like, 20-some-odd damage this time. No. Oh, yeah. But I did my nine. You whiffed the last one. Yeah. And that's... Nah, you know what? Can I accent surge, too, and do it again? Yeah, go for it. All right, I'm accent surging. And then scimitar again, because I have faith in, in Penelope. I do. 17 plus, what did I say, 5, 22? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. D8. Three plus three, another six damage. Another six damage. He is not looking great. And that ends Jet's turn. All right, so it's Tara's turn, yeah? Yes. Okay, so Tara pulls out her lovely assistant. It is a crossbow. That's in a bucket of town. Oh, it's in a bucket at town. What? We gave up our weapons at the front gate. Fuck. All right. Oh, that's right. So Tara, like, tries to pull out her lovely assistant and realizes it's missing and instead uses, once again, vicious mockery. But this time, she does it at the tall dude. Okay. And she says, you look disgusting, like a piece of fucking shit. Just, why haven't you laid down yet? It's not even funny. It's just mean. So hard. Right. It's vicious. It's vicious. It's vicious and mockery. Tara, he's crying. uh, Tara doesn't give a shit. He needs to get away from here so we can get the sugar to get the hell out of this place. Biddy playing Tara is just Tara without the pageantry. (laughs) <laughs> the whole reason she's southern is so that people think the insults are nice oh oh i forgot she was southern oh my dear you look tired so i think that maybe you should maybe you should just lay down i don't think that this is a good look for you just uh, just relax and take a take a breath okay just lay down and don't worry about it all all right honey you you know, you're a mess right now, but maybe later you'll feel better if you just lay down and forget about it all. Is that better? I'm going to say with the that nat more? one that he rolled, he's going to, through his sobbing tears, just nod at you and sit down. <laughs> yes, honey, yes, that, that, 
That's better, right? That's better. What's the damage on that? It is uh, 2d4 psychic damage. Three and one. So four, four psychic damage. Oh, man, he's not happy. Is he not dead? No, but he looks like he is. He wishes he were. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's okay, honey. You, you'll get through this. Just lay down. I forgot about Tara being Southern. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I like her being a stoic bitch. It's great. Yeah. It's just... Okay, so next is Pirates, and the small one is going to go after the person who just hit him with a crossbow. No, you hit the tall one with the crossbow, right? Yes, I hit the tall one with the crossbow. Okay, because the small one doesn't have nearly as much damage. Uh, the small one is seeing his friend in tears. So he's running after Tara, because that was so mean. Tara's 60 feet away, so oh, he fuck, can run after her. fuck, he can only run 30. Her. Okay. He can run after her if he wants. He think, Tara thinks that uh, this small one is a little bitch, so. Oh, it's so cute for you trying. Oh, that's adorable, guys. Oh, <laughs> look at these two little pirates. The pirate captain has light-footed, which means he can take a dash or a dash or disengage as a bonus action. So, he's going to run 30 feet and then take his bonus action to dash another 30 feet and Got try and hit Tara in the face. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, real cute. <laughs> real cute. So, he's going to take a rapier attack for 16 plus 7. Oh, look at this little guy trying to beat up on this little old lady. Look at me. I'm just lady. a little old girl. I'm going to kill myself for being me. myself. Mm. All right. If you want to hit me, uh, that hits. <laughs> That's six damage. Oh, look at you. Look at the six damage. I mean, you're really hurting me, little guy. <laughs> little guy, you're really hurting me. And then Aww. two whiff attacks. He's aiming right for the mouth. I can't change the damage, but I'll just write it down. One was a noun one, so I assume that's going to miss. He like drops the whip on the floor, and then he picks it up, fumbling, and goes at you for 12 plus 7. 19. Oh, oh it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice sandwich. You hit me, you miss me, and then you hit me again. It's like a little sandwich there you got going for on. For four You know what? You're doing really good. Thank you. 15 damage. I'm really oh, trying. Honey, you know what? Bless your heart. Oh, oh that's so mean. <laughs> and Eve is next. Okay, so. Oh, wait. Eve is I think I skipped used. another turn again. The big one didn't attack, did he? No. No. Okay, big one's going after Jet. Sorry. Let's see. Uh, one rapier attack for. Eight plus seven? Fifteen? No, that does not hit. Cool. Swings wide. And two with attacks for 17 and 24. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. Sweet. That is 2d4 plus four each. It's going to be... Five and three, four, seven. So five and seven? Twelve. Okay. There you go. Math is good. Fun. Yeah, Jet brushes that off. Jet's still looking just fine. It's all that bagel energy. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> just so many bagels. <laughs> and it is on to Eve next. Okay. All right, perfect. So Eve is going to cast uh, a lightning lure. So what that does is he's going to cast it on this small one just because I think he's in the best shape. So you create a lash of uh, lightning energy that strikes the short one. Uh, you can see within range, target must reach a strength saving throw or be pulled 10 feet up in a straight line towards you and then take lightning damage. Okay. All right, so he has to beat a 15 for the saving throw. Oh, okay. What kind of save is it? Uh, strength. It is an 11 plus zero. Well, 11. Failure. Yeah. All right, uh, so he's going to be dragged 10 feet close to me. Wee. So that should be within... Oh. Pardon? I said we. Oh, okay. I said my boy. <laughs> uh, 10 feet. My boy. <laughs> my boy. My sweet Jay. Are you, fuck, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Um, uh, so he's going to get dragged 10 feet closer to Eve. Um, and then as the second attack, he's going to use, oh, sorry, 1d8, 2d8 damage. All right, so that's a 2 plus 5, so 7 damage total. Okay. Lightning damage, and then he's going to use uh, the totem mace. That's a 17 plus 4, so 21 to hit. Yeah, no, that hits. Perfect. And so that is... A 1d10 plus 1. Oh, that's right, that's right. 1d10. Right, so 5 plus 1, 6. And now the uh, pirate has to make a constitution saving throw of 12 or higher. Or be paralyzed. 16. God damn it. <laughs> paralyzed, not paralyzed. I feel like I have full use of my limbs. It's great. Oh, uh, Benny. Yeah, so Benny is once again using this good old... Uh, crossbow, and I rolled a 21 on the first hit and a 19 on the second. The first hit was hit for 15, the second was hit for 8. So altogether, that is 23 damage. Okay, yeah, no, he's super bloody. And this is going, no, this is actually going, yeah, this is going after the short one that attacked The small one? Yeah. Yeah, he's bloody. Okay, and so then I say, once again, you really don't have to do this. We just want to share the sugar with you. Please. I, we don't have to do a lot of things in life, but we do. It's for the love of the sugar. Okay. So Benny is going to walk. Uh, he is about, what, 20, 30, 20 feet away from me? I'm going to walk directly in front of him. Okay. And that's, that's just it. I just, I'm just going to stand right there. Cool. He'd make a direct eye contact with you the whole time. He looks a little scared. And next is Jet. Is Benny wearing her plus one to intimidation eye patch? Yes. An eye patch. No, that's so much cooler than my pirate eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of them had plus one intimidation. Mine's a negative one. Just happened to be the one Benny found. 
Yeah, I'm going to keep going with this war pick. I'm digging this into somebody's skull and killing them. The, the big guy's in front of me, right? The taller one? Yes, and he's super hurt, sitting on the floor. Yeah. Brandon's right. We wouldn't have the war pick. Penelope is um, with the people in the city. It's just the sword. Then the sword it is. That's less damage, but that's cool. I know. I'll still do it. Hang on. Sword it is. And I roll... God, what is this three? It's a miss is what it is. Yeah. Three. Fine. I'm swinging it back the other way and I'm trying it again. Fifteen. Uh, plus six. Twenty-one. There you go. That's a hit. Oh. All right, it's 1d6 plus 3, and I rolled a 1, so 4 damage. I The plus 3 alone would have killed him, so you're fine. Yay! How do you kill him? Describe it. I want to go as close to parallel to the spine as possible. I want to dig the sword directly downward into the skull. Aye. So it's just a reverse Damn. impaling. And then Jet will stick her uh, foot on the shoulder of it and pull the sword back out. Oh. Nice. <laughs> As you step into him, he says, I always knew this was how I'd go. All those years of eating shish kebabs, <laughs> it was bound to karma. Then he falls over dead. <laughs> and Jet just turns with the, sh- with the uh, sword over her shoulder and just thumbs up. It is <laughs> dripping and staining Jet's outfit. <laughs> Jet doesn't care. Uh, after that is Tara. If Jet has nothing else, no, Jet's done. All right. So the only one left is the little guy. Yeah. yeah? Correct. Mm-hmm. And he's very close to you. Uh, okay. He's very close to me. Um. Let's see. What does Tara have? Tara is going to. Um. Let's do shocking grasp. Why not? All right. Tara is going to grab onto both of his cheeks, like put her her hands like uh, one on one cheek, one on the other cheek and say, well, bless your heart getting so close to me. Are you trying to make a pass on me? You are so sweet, but you're just so out of your league, my dear. Uh, Honey, listen, uh, I love you, but and then shock him. Okay, um, that's a melee attack roll. Is he wearing is he wearing armor? No, it's kind of like cloth and leather. Okay, so not metal. All right, yeah, it is um on a hit. So yes, it's a hit. Um I get Okay, got it. I rolled a 15 plus 7, so That'll do it. 22. To hit. All right. Roll On damage. Hit, the target takes 1d8 lightning damage. And it can't take reactions until the start. 1d8. Uh, it takes uh, 3 damage. Wait, hold on. Shocking Grass says 2d8. Alright, 3 plus 1. So 4 damage. <laughs> 4 damage. Okay, he's not looking great. And also he was blushing a little bit because he had touched him. Mm. <laughs> uh, Isn't his husband dead? Oh, yeah. He's also crying a little <laughs> like bit. Like, literally, right <laughs> He's by. Um, 
Next is his turn, so he's going to attack Terra, probably. So close. Well, her hands are still on his face, so... Okay, well, can't block a sword with a hand, so... (laughs) 11 plus 7, that will hit. I know your AC. Mm -hmm. I got your number, you bitch. (laughs) That will do... Oh my, that sword is just a little too big. Are you trying to make up for something? (laughs) Yar, for me small penis. (laughs) <laughs> that is for four, five, six, seven damage. All right, Tara is getting beat the fuck out of guys. Yeah, she's she don't get a lot of health. I'm pretty sure it's like low forties. Uh, it is forty two, but she has taken at this point. Uh, I think it was nineteen before. Which one? How much did this hit? For? That hit for seven. Seven, so twenty six damage out of forty two. She's still alive. Well, both of his whip attacks just missed, so that's probably for the best. Hmm. Jet has also taken 26 damage. But Jet's meant to take 26 yeah, damage. Yeah, Jet's fine. <laughs> it's Tara's just you. over here, like, what the fuck, you guys? I am <laughs> in cloth armor, and you're just letting this person beat the fuck out of me? Whatever. She is squished. Uh, she is so Eve is actually going to cast um, Cure Wounds on Tara. Would he be close enough? Is Tara... We're all kind of near the sugar now, right? I think Tara... of everyone, Eve is the closest to Tara. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Uh, actually, Benny is. Is it? Benny and Tara are at the same place, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Oh, you're super fall rack. Okay. Yeah, we're, um, we're 60 feet back from the sugar. Yeah, we're about 60 feet. Okay, so healing... Touch. All right. Well, I have to touch you to heal you, so... Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> exactly. All right, so I'm just going to do the same thing. So I'm just going to cast Lightning Lure on the one that's left. Uh, just to try to get him away from the sugar. Um, as far as I can get him. So that uh, he has to beat a 15. Strength saving throw. He has advantage on strength saving throws. So, oh, first roll was a 15. Just that. It goes to the save. Yep. Yep, needs to beat it. Okay. Um, so that doesn't work. So uh, you don't take any damage or move closer. Um, so Eva's just going to go with... The totem again. Seems to work. Can you move 60 feet closer to him like that? Is he 60 feet? Mm-hmm. He's hitting Tara in the face. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> he just eats it. Bye. <laughs> uh, the javelin that you have has a range of 30 feet or 120. Oh, yeah. So I can try throwing that. So. You should run closer, because that larger number means that you roll with disadvantage. At that distance. So he can run 30 feet, so he's going to get 30 feet closer, and that's perfect within range, so 60 minus 30 is 30. (laughs) Guys, I can do math. Uh, So to hit, uh, that's a 16 plus 4, so 20. Yeah, that hits. Perfect. And then it's a 1d6 plus 1. 
Uh, so it's a five plus one, so it's a six damage. Okay. He is barely standing. Benny. I'm using um, Whiplash and my whip, and I get five feet away from him. I rolled 16 plus 8 and 16 plus 7, so I know I hit. On the Whiplash, I rolled uh, 14, and on the regular whip, I rolled an 8. So 14 plus 8 is 22. Yeah, that hits. So, did I kill him? How much damage did you do? Oh, that was a, that was damage? 22 damage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit, Benny. Uh, that was with a whip or a crossbow or what now? That was two whips. So the first whip was 14, the second whip was eight. As the whip cracks across him. Oh, no, I'm killing him. Let me kill him. Okay, kill him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's my thing. So as the whip cracks across... No. Um, he, uh, Benny gets whiplash, and it starts uh, doing, like, a jolt because it's charged with electric energy. And um, she whips him around the neck. It gives him a shock, and the shock cuts off his circulation. She then uses the second whip, and she whips it behind her. And then she twirls it in the air, and she goes right for his temple. She uh, hits his temple, and it just, like, the side of his head just, like, explodes from the impact of the whip. And that is how any, that's how Benny kills the other pirate. As his brain matter explodes, all over, I guess Tara, um, it kind of freezes midair, and it flattens into a 2D sort of image and spins as a shard of glass and falls to the floor, as the rest of the world also falls to the floor in a very familiar manner. You guys find yourself back at the table you were at, and now there's little sugar packets on the table. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. You find yourselves back at the table once again with all the assorted characters you've met. And they all sit at play settings around the table, which is now much larger than it used to be. Mr. Mirror Man is standing on the table, one foot directly in one of the squeakies, and he says, Welcome to my tea party! Now that all of the guests have arrived, we can start this hootenanny! You are all in my world and subject to my whims because I'm the holder of the magic mirror. And he pulls out a small compact. And to that, I say, you may always remember this place. Whenever you look into a mirror, I will be looking back at you. Change places! And he shatters the mirror on the floor. As the mirror cracks and breaks, the world around you in a very familiar way cracks and breaks although it feels deeper like your actual bodies your souls are falling to pieces as quickly as the world goes black you all see a bright blue sky and then a wooden stage and then a sky again and then the stage one more time and then a loud thud and this is where chris would take it transition music (laughs) you four Uh, you four come toppling out of the same mirror that you had just entered. And as you fall one on top of each other, you hear in front of you, uh, her flavors taste of energy, a shocking mountain dew. I gladly go raiding all night with my World of Warcraft crew. Silence befalls the crowd. You four look up 
and roaring applause breaks out. Are you fucking kidding me? You four realize you are on stage mid-act with your friend Natan. And he, no idea where you guys are, just bows, smiles, waves to all of his fans that are applauding. And that is where we will end this episode. Yes. Oh, goodness. That was a trip, huh, guys? How's it feel being wow. you again? Uh, uh, much better. Uh, I, feel, I feel a lot a lot happier, actually. Just happier in general as a person. strangers. <laughs> well, I do declare, I, I do declare that for some reason I have a hankering to go northeast. This I also know that I didn't talk enough as Eve. <laughs> you don't think you, you, I think you did fabulous. I think it was pretty good. I thought you I were thought fabulous. Yeah, I was thrilled at everybody's renditions of each other's characters. <laughs> this was a very fun episode to play, I especially because I didn't <laughs> have to plan it. It's very long. I'm sorry. I thought that no. pirate thing would be faster. The pirate thing was my favorite part, Same. just because I, I really enjoyed playing Tara. <laughs> in got that to be I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out who the villain was. Was it the pirates or Tara? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, sound us off, Chris. Uh, I am Chris the DM. You can find me on Twitter at Chris the DM, and you can find the podcast at RollGayRoleplay.com. Chris the part-time DM. The part-time DM. Hi, I'm Tisha. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at the number one, Tish the number one. Hi, just follow me on Instagram. Uh, who's next? Hi, I'm Katie, and you can follow my rabbits when I remember to post pictures of them on Instagram at... Uh, Stenny underscore chicken, because those are the names of my bunnies. And that's that's adorable. S-T-E-N-N-Y. Yeah. Oh. Underscore C-H-I-C-K-N. Yeah. And they're all like my new bunny chicken is just kind of really adorable in a really ugly way. <laughs> and I'm not elaborating further. <laughs> I'm Brandon can't stay in his lane Conley and you can find me at BCR Conley C-O-N-L-E-Y on Instagram. Watch out. Cause I'll take over your D and D podcast too. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.